This is Joe Irwin. And this is Wayne Jefferson. From Jefferson Irwin Racing. And you're listening to Real Racing USA. We'd like to welcome... Uh, is it Patrick? Once again to Inside Florida Racing, Patrick Williams. Welcome, Patrick. Welcome, Patrick. Hello, Hello. sir. How you doing, man? Oh, we might get a little tired from the weekend, but I'm getting over it. You put on a show, brother. You put on a show. I appreciate it, man. I tell you what, that was a that was a tough deal the other night, but you know, I had to kind of had a little trouble there in the heat race. I I guess I'm learning as I go still with these dirt late models, but you know, I'm figuring it out as I go, and we we make we're making the best of it. I think. Sounds like you got a pretty good handle on it there, Pat. Yeah, we ain't bad. You know, guy I drive for Mr. Thompson. He's he's pretty he's pretty smart cat. He, you know, he kind of keeps me in line. He's he's real calm, so he kind of keeps me calm down. You know, and sometimes I need that. I get a little <laughs> rambunctious every once in a while. <laughs> you know, Patrick, I had I have one question I've been waiting all weekend to ask you was uh, during that long green flag run after you got up there, uh-huh. it, were you were you kind of praying for a caution? Well. I'll be honest with you, I was, and because I didn't, because I could see, I could sit there and I was watching, and I could see I was as good as he was, but I was making more mistakes than he was, and I knew, you know what I'm saying, yep. I was trying to, at the same time, I was trying to chase him, but not burn my stuff up, because I had to run so hard to get to that point already, you know, and I kind of I kind of got myself in a situation there where I kind of burnt my stuff up there toward the end, when that last, when the last caution come out, that kind of killed me the one with nine to go because after that the car started getting free getting in the corner and the track was a little rough and i i just i couldn't get in where i was all night long and it started messing me up that's how i lost second yeah the turn four trench looked pretty scary i turned four wasn't bad for me it was getting into three it was killing me I got you. you know once i once i got that thing turned and pointed i don't care what it's like then i can run through the bumps when i'm on the gas it's it's trying to get the car set right down in the middle of the corner that kind of messes you up you know yeah, so you're having to deal with a whole new set of problems and learning about the car, huh? Well, yeah, I've, I've kind of been I've been driving a dirt modified here for a couple of years, and you know, doing the asphalt deal at the same time, and it's it's a whole new ball game. I mean, you know, you can look around like Wayne Anderson's got him a dirt car now, and you know, Rich Pratt's doing it, Mike Bresnahan's doing it, and you know, none of these guys are struggling. I mean, Wayne ain't got to run his a whole lot yet, but once he gets once he gets going and gets a feel of it, I mean, of course, we know he's going to be one to contend with also. Right. Yeah, I'd love to try it. I tell you, it looks like fun. If you ever drive a dirt car, if you own an asphalt car, don't go drive a dirt car. Yeah, I'll be selling it. Be giving it away. Rob, he sold everything he's got. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, man. I'll tell you, I I know you guys are definitely having fun out there. And uh, I'm just glad to see racing, you know, big again you know some big late model races and stuff you know that aren't aren't the winter nationals i mean think about it when you have 61 cars show up and it wasn't the winter nationals man you know i seen on car night here i was kind of reading around some stuff today and i forgot i even said it and the guy I put on there a quote of the day was it and I, I made a statement i remember saying it after i read it that the guy there was more cars went home than it was made to show right and, and you finished third going to the house i was proud i wasn't one of them and you finished third dude you know, it ain't bad. When's the last time? When's the last time you went to an asphalt show and watched anybody? I mean, you know, anybody come from twenty second to, to, to and run second for a long time and then get past right at the end. You know, right? But it, it's just the, that's the biggest thing I like about the dirt over the asphalt is you just you can race so much better on it. Yeah, I know. You know, yeah, I, that's what I hear from uh, other guys that I've talked to is that you can 
race your car and change some things that you're doing and make your car work. Whereas on the asphalt, you know, you've only got your brakes. <laughs> you're only as good as your brakes on the asphalt, you know. Well, you know, that's a, that's a that's a place there where since I've started driving for Mr. Thompson, he's helped me a lot because a lot of times, like if I'm at the asphalt track, I mean, I've raced asphalt for so long, and the car's doing a certain thing, and I want to do something different. I kind of know what to do to it. Well, on the dirt, I'm kind of I'm kind of lost a lot of times. Right. You know, I know what I want the car to do, but I don't always know how to go about it. And that's where he helps me a lot. I mean, he's taught me a lot since I've been there. You know, it's I mean, it's been a real good deal for me. You know, and and I mean, I feel like it's a good deal for him. And I mean, we're running good and we're having a good time. And I mean, in this deal, where everybody's spending a lot of money, so you can have a little fun. It goes a long way. Yeah, and uh, you know you're doing a good job, Patrick. And whatever it seems like that you're driving, you know you're driving a variety of cars. You know it seems like uh, when you're piling them, they're doing pretty well. So uh, I think you've done pretty good with yourself as a race car driver over the years. Well, man, I appreciate it. You know, and I tell you, I told somebody here a while back. You know, they were they were kind of said the same thing, and I said, well, you know, you, you kind of I try not to look back and and pull my own chain, so to speak, or whatever, but. You know, the night when I won the Powell Memorial at Ocala, when you get there and Wayne Anderson asks you to drive his car, I mean, that's got to say a little bit for you that somebody <laughs> has that much respect for you to let them drive their car, especially somebody of that caliber. You, are you, Patrick, are you going to take that 38 up to uh, Waycross for the United Dirt Lake Model Challenge Series race? Nope, I'm not going to go to Waycross. Um, we're going to go to Alabama in two weeks, uh-huh. the National Lake Model Series. Oh, I gotcha. Run the two shows there. And then we're gonna come back, and we're gonna put some body panels on, and we're coming. To, we're coming to Charlotte County, man. All right. Yeah, well, I would say. I would say that um, if Patrick comes to Charlotte County with, with the dirt race, he's probably gonna. He's probably gonna win that race. He got a good car under him. He's gonna. He's gonna be the one I'd pick to win that. <laughs> some race, extra so. body panels, huh? Well, that thing kind of got beat up a little bit this weekend. You know, it was kind of the alphabet soup deal there. I kind of got stuck in the B main, and you know, we we had a good car in the heat racing. And I, I kind of made a mistake. I, you know, it's my own fault. I can't blame nobody but myself. And I was kicking myself, and it was over. Because you know how hard it is to get in a show like that. Right. You know, and to do something to yourself and not get in a show, it kind of aggravated me pretty bad. And, you know, Mr. Thompson kind of got me settled down there a little bit. And, you know, and we made the best of it. I run off in the concert. I mean, I ran off and left everybody, you know, and won by a pretty good margin. And like I said, I knew it was going to be good in the future if I could ever get there. And once I got there, then I felt pretty good about my chances, you know. And, I mean, I wanted to win that race as much as... James Powell wants to win the Powell Memorial. Right. You know. Well, you know, at least they say with the alphabet soup, as long as you don't pick the DNF out or the DNS out, you're fine. <laughs> That's exactly right. You know, I tell you what, you stand there on the front straightaway and you, you look around at some of the guys that wasn't on the front straightaway during driver introductions. You look at some of the guys who are standing around in the pit area. you got a lot of picture wins standing in the pit area. Let me ask you something, Patrick. Have you ever uh, raced at two racetracks in the same night? Yes, I have. Talk to me a little bit about that, about your feelings of uh, maybe uh, Auburndale's decision not to allow guys to do that race at another racetrack. And did you have theirs. fun? And did you have fun doing it? Well, you know, just like Dickie said a few minutes ago, if we don't support our racetracks, they ain't going to be there. And I've been to Auburndale this year, and I'm kind of like Rob, I'm kind of like you, I'm kind of like Billy. He can't give me an explanation that's going to satisfy me. Thank you. Thank you for backing me up and everyone else that's been coming on. Here's my thing about that. I've been there this year. He don't have enough cars to run one car off. Right. Or enough fans there, or enough fans to be running them off if they're mad because he's taking cars off the racetrack. 
and just and just like I've you know I've been listening to the show the whole time tonight, and for, you know just like somebody said earlier, you know if it's if it's something personal, I mean he needs to settle that outside. I mean he needs to take care of that. I mean because you know the, the way I look at it in rational rationality wise, Rob, let's say me and you went to went to Lakeland and run Friday night when it was still a little tracker. Right, right. And I blowed my motor. And I'm working all day, and I don't get to the racetrack on 9.30. Is it right for him not to let me race? No. Is there a difference between them guys coming from Charlotte County and just getting there late? Right, and see, that's that's the kind of things that he needs to be asked. What if it's a rain out? What if they came from somewhere? Or what if they were just working on their car and got there late, you know? And what there it comes no, down no to... explanation. I'm sorry. There's, I, I, there's always agendas... And, and the problem is like with like what Dickie said. He's run, you know, back when he was racing. I mean, you had the Palm Beach Fairgrounds was open. You had Hialeah. There was more racetracks. Sure. You know, and like he said, it's harder to do now. You know, I ran Bronson one night and 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 got through early, and we hauled but Lake City. Had to change a gear when we got there. Right. And I ran a feature there. Sure. I was welcome with open arms. Hey guys, you got to start in the back. Hey, I knew that when I got here. And it was really cool when you did it, wasn't it? Oh, I mean, you, you know, you feel you feel like you've accomplished something. I mean, that's right. You know. These guys, I mean, Aaron Williams is a heck of a race car driver. I raced against him at Auburndale this year. Right. You know, and, I mean, I, from what I've known of him, he's first class. So, I don't, I just don't see, there's there's no explanation that could satisfy me. I would have loved to have seen it been you and them explain that to you. Uh, I don't want to see that. <laughs> because, you know, in, in, in a way, guys, it's, it's, it's like they're saying we own our yes, drivers. Exactly. You can't go anywhere else. And and that is just that's just wrong. And that's one of the and it's it's not fair. And it's not fair to the drivers, it's not fair to the fans. The way I look at that deal right there is if he's gonna do that, he not only cheated Aaron and I don't remember the other guy Jason did it. Jason, okay. He didn't only cheat them two. He should have stood at the front gate and gave everybody their money back. Oh, and they said according to them that only one he said only one fan called and they explained it to them, and I was like, There's if you no really... Explanation, though, yeah. That's what I'm saying. The fans shouldn't have to listen to that kind of stuff. Every one of them from getting to see a, a better race with two mm-hmm. more cars in it. Because yeah. I guarantee you there wasn't 24 of them there to start. I think there was eight. There was eight. There was eight. Now, they would have made ten, and they were on the you, track. You understand where I'm coming from. Oh, dude, I'm right. You know that. If 22, then we'd have had 24. That makes yeah. it better. Listen, if Bobby Deal had 24 cars in his field, and that's all he said he was going to pay, and there wasn't anybody that went home before then, and some guys traveled all that way, he'd throw them in the back, and he'd even pay them, and he wouldn't even blink an eye if they mm-hmm. came from Auburndale or they came from DeSoto or they came. It doesn't matter where. And I, that's why, it, you know, you brought up a good point. What if a guy's been working on his car because he raced on Friday night and he's working on his car and he doesn't get it done until feature time? It's 9 o'clock. He missed everything else. What are you going to do then? And if his answer to that is, well, we let him race, then there's agendas. You know, and like I say, man, it's, you know, the way the economy is today, you know, all of us racers need all of them racetracks, and all of them racetracks need all of us racers. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's kind of it's a double-edged sword. We all need each other here. Exactly. You know, we need y'all doing this radio show. Yeah. Just like, you know, y'all need me and Dick and Billy Bigley to talk on y'all radio. That's right. Motive. That's we right. We all got to help each other. That's you right. Know? We ain't none of us making any money at this deal. We just do it because we love it. You know, Ra- Dick got on me the other night, you know. He said, hey, now, make sure you support these places. Yeah. He ain't just picking on one guy, trust me. You know, when Dick's saying this, I mean, he's, you know, he's making, he's got a valid point, and he's trying to make his point across to everybody. And I, I commend him for it because, I mean, there wasn't nothing break my heart no worse than not that racetrack to go to. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, they're going away. Oh, they are. I mean, they're, you know, and it's just like this weekend at Volusia. I mean, you know, I've read a bunch on Carnate Day, people complaining about getting out of there at 3 in the morning. You know, and I was talking to Carol Woods earlier today, and I said, Carol, what would happen if we got to, to Charlotte County, you know, the next time they run a late model race and we had 61 late models show up? They, You're not going to get out of there at 11 o'clock. You don't understand what I'm saying? Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, they, they, they shouldn't be complaining. They got to see... That's Everything it was worth fun. every bit of the extra time to hang out this, to see that this, show. This man. Ken Kenny, this Ken Kenny guy, he has put together a great series, and so far has become a great promoter, and has these races. That's not Winter Nationals. It's not anything special. It's United Dirt Late Model Series, and every race he's got fifty cars there. I've been to two of his shows this year. I run the Powell Memorial, and I've run the Scott Thompson Memorial. It was fifty-three at the Powell, sixty-one at the Scott Thompson. And that's more cars in those two races than will be at Charlotte County Speedway for their late model, the super late model race for the next uh, mm-hmm. three or four races. Yeah, and I mean, you know, them people got to see, I mean, from my standpoint, them people got to see a lot of good racing charity. Sure and enough, I, did. I just wish some of the asphalt racers would dig their stuff back out and come on and race, man. It makes you it know, more exciting I, when there's 24 cars out the there. The whole thing is, is I, I'm on both sides. Yeah. Because, I mean, y'all know, you'll see me at Charlotte County next time we're there, you know. Like I had a bad night last time I was down there, and you know me and Bobby talked about it, and me and Bobby square. Yeah, he's you know him and him and the guy that I drive for, Tommy Sisma. I mean, you know they talked and everything, and, and I'm sure we'll be right back down there the next time. And like I say, I'm bringing a dirt car. You know, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to come with a dirt car a week before and practice. Yeah, possible. yeah, I hope you, know? you do. I'd like to see it. And the whole thing is, and I'm gonna tell you something. Anybody that's listening that goes to the races down there, y'all had not seen a race yet. Oh yeah, this this is going to be something um, for fans. If they've never, if they've never gotten to a dirt track to watch the United Dirt Lake models go, um, they definitely need to be at Charlotte this night to watch them. I mean, I think asphalt, you'll see. I think amazing. you'll see some guys driving in the corner three wide. Oh, and, I really and, yeah. and Patrick, uh, uh, for yourself and for everybody listening, uh, this will be one of the most heavily promoted events in the state of Florida this year. August Isn't 16th. Isn't that right, CC? August 16th. It is going to be very heavily promoted if I have my way. And, I, I'm and you get already my have way. your way. And I have my way already. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we're going we're to we're promote the hell out of this place. Yep. Yeah, I, tell you, I really think, you know, I think it's going to be a good show. you got a bunch of good race cars coming. And, I mean, I don't look for 60, but I look for 30 to be there at least. Yeah, you think you'll jack the tire off the ground all the way around the racetrack? Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm going to have all four of them on the ground there. <laughs> You know, but the thing that's going the thing that's going to amaze people is how fast them cars get around there. Yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say the last time I was there with with Tom System of Silver seventy seven, I think I was second fast qualifier to fifteen oh one. I think it's gonna take a fourteen two to be on the pole at least. See, I told you, I just, I just, I, I'm ready to see it. That's all I can tell you. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, I wish he'd take the roofs off of them. Yeah, topless. Make it, make it a topless race. Would it make you go faster? Oh yeah, they run faster without the roofs on. Well, then, well, did you tell Bobby Deal that? Uh, oh, he don't have anything to do with it. It's Ken Kenny. That's what. Go no faster than you're already going to be. Trust me. <laughs> I want to see them run them kind of times. I, I I'll be amazed myself, but I know they're more aerodynamic. But um, well, hey, I can't wait. I'm going to be in the good luck to all you guys. That's too. all I can this tell you. I'll see you on the tenth the week before. <laughs> those people to sit down, those people to sit down low, getting in the corner, they might want to move up just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I think they're going to be driving in the corner. I, I like I said, somebody's going to try three wide. You know, the thing, the thing with them dirt cars is, and 
and I've drove them on asphalt before, is you get you get to where you want to lift that like an asphalt car, and I mean you got to go another three four car lengths down there before you pick your foot up, and I mean you're just out of the gas for a split second and them things. You know they got so much arrow to them, right? You know and they're so wide and they got the bigger wheels on them. You know, they- I think it's gonna really be a good race. I mean I, you're gonna see some stuff get tore up. Oh yeah, you that. When one of them hits the wall, it's going to tear up them dirt yep. cars. Oh, yeah. You know, but, and I'm going to tell you, I, you know, I, I really appreciate them doing it, you know. And Ken Kenny's doing a good doing a good job, you know. And don't yeah. take me wrong when I say this. He's doing a real good job, you know. But last year, up until the last last couple races of the season, the National Late Model, they were getting 45 and 50 cars a night, too. Sure. You know, so the dirt cars are out there. Absolutely. The cars are out there. These guys have just got they got to kind of help each other, like Big said, you know. And like Billy said too, they got to help each other, and don't everybody jump under the tent together when everybody's going in the, in the dump together. Yeah, that's what happens. You know how that goes. I mean, and I don't have the answer. You know, I was out at Bronson here the other day doing a job for Mike Cope, and he asked me. He said, "You got any ideas?" I said, "Mike, if I had the answer, I'd go. I'd own this place, buddy." <laughs> you know, and yeah. I mean, you think about it. I just I don't have the answer, but we've all got to step up and and give the guy our money and help him out. But in Rex Guy's situation. He's got to stand there with his hand out and take our money with open arms. Yeah, and uh, not have some kind of stipulation about just because you race somewhere else. I, I definitely agree, and I appreciate you uh, being on the show tonight. And uh, uh, congratulations on finishing third in a field of 61 cars. I'm sure that had to be just as good as winning, so uh, well, take it easy. It was it was as good for me, but it was better for the whole Thompson family. They got to sit there and watch, and you know, it's a tough deal for all of them. And, I mean, I'm very good friends with the whole family. You know, me and Bill, which is with Scott's father, we work on the car together all the time. You know, Scott's mother's always there. His sisters are there. His aunts, his uncles. You know, everybody, they still come to the races, which means a lot to me that they took me in just like family also, you know. Well, I heard you put on the show. I, I tried, man. If I'd have had about two more spots, it would have been even better. I might have danced on the roof. <laughs> well, we look forward to seeing you down at Charlotte uh, racing on the 16th, August 16th. We'll see you there. And on the 10th, and he'll the be 10th. there. Oh, yeah, that's okay. That's right. We'll Super late models on the 10th, so he's going to get a little bit of extra practice on okay. them. Thanks, boys. thanks, Patrick, for uh, spending some time with us tonight, man. Thank you, sir. I appreciate have it. Have a good Thank evening. You. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. There you have it, Patrick Williams, finishing third in the United Dirt Late Model Series uh, race, and um, he'll be racing Two weeks in a row there at Charlotte mm-hmm. County with the asphalt uh, super late model race. You gonna run in that super? Yeah, late model I'm ready, race? man. I was ready? ready to race okay. this month. I'm ready. I'd go race and see. I want to see the.